Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along. It is my testimony that the border is secure, and we are working every day, day and night, to increase its security. Thousands of children are in physical danger. Danger because of what you are doing. You should have resigned long ago. And if you cannot change course, you should be removed from office. You're now paying 35 bucks instead of 500 bucks a month for that insulin. God love you, man. Eight E-I-G-H percent. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, two blockbuster stories uh, broken by investigative reporter, editor-in-chief of JustTheNews.com, uh, our friend John Solomon. Uh, one has to do with an interview that he had. Uh, now, this is about Hunter Biden, and they have a whistleblower uh, from the IRS. And anyway, that talked about the Biden, Hunter Biden investigation being mishandled, that there are clear conflicts of interest, according to the whistleblower. Uh, you have an, an IRS criminal uh, supervisory agent seeking now whistleblower protection, uh, which they should grant immediately uh, as it relates to Hunter Biden's investigation and how it's been mishandled by the Biden administration. Anyway, the attorney for the whistleblower in an April 9th letter uh, to uh, members of the House and Senate 
uh, said that his client has been overseeing the, quote, ongoing and sensitive investigation of a high-profile, controversial subject since early 2020 and would like to make protected whistleblower disclosures to Congress. Uh, now, he was on, the attorney was on John Solomon's show. Uh, take a listen. He's been working diligently on a high-profile case, and I can't even talk to what case that is, and it's right. for others to put that together. Um, but um, he was concerned that um, that uh, things that he, he would attend meetings um, in this investigation, and he was concerned about uh, some statements by a senior political appointee from the Department of Justice um, that contradicted what he knew uh, to be the facts of the case. Now, the attorney's name is Mark Little, and, uh, or Lytle, I'm not sure. I'll ask John Solomon how to pronounce it in a minute. Anyway, uh, he says that, uh, noted the contradict that protected disclosure contradicts sworn testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee. His client has information that the investigator failed to mitigate, quote, clear conflicts of interest, adding that the investigator allegedly allowed preferential treatment in politics to infect decisions and protocol calls normally followed by law enforcement professionals if the subject was not politically connected. He said, my goal is to ensure that my client can properly share his lawfully protected disclosures with congressional committees. Thus, I respectfully request that your committee work with me to facilitate sharing this information with Congress legally and with the full informed advice of counsel. John Solomon, JustTheNews.com, is with us. And uh, with that said, what, what am I missing here? Well, I think you summarized it perfectly, Sean. Listen, you have a situation where a career IRS agent who's conducted some of the most important cases in tax history in the United States. We're talking the Swiss bank cases, other cases like them. The very prominent, successful, highly decorated agent. He gets assigned to supervise the tax team on the Hunter Biden investigation, and he witnesses what he calls preferential treatment and political interference, inappropriate political interference, first to keep the investigators from getting everything they need to know about the case. But even when they get to the point of saying, we need to charge Hunter Biden, they go to the Justice Department Tax Division, the Justice Department Tax Division greenlights it, two political appointees in two separate U.S. Attorney's Office decline to bring the case, basically thwart the team that's been working for the last four years on this from bringing the criminal uh, charges to bringing accountability to Hunter Biden for uh, alleged tax crimes. And and then he watches Merrick Garland go on television in front of uh, Chuck Grassley in a famous hearing. And uh, Merrick Garland says, I assure you, the U.S. attorney in Delaware has full authority. He can bring charges anywhere he can. And he wants to, wherever he thinks it's merited. I'm not, there's no political interference. And the IRS agent says, that's not true. I, I witnessed the opposite. And he goes to the inspector general of the Justice Department, Michael Horowitz, the same guy that unraveled Russia collusion. He tells his story there. It becomes very credible to the inspector general. And then uh, in the last 24 hours, he contacted Congress to offer the same information to Congress. This has moved from not only a pay-to-play scandal, which is what the Hunter Biden thing has been about from the beginning. It is now the possibility of a cover-up, or as James Comer said, the possibility of obstruction of justice. So it now has a second phase to it, a potential cover-up of the crimes. Let's go to Corrine Jean-Pierre, asked about this and refuses to comment on this IRS whistleblower. Listen. An IRS supervisory special agent, our reporting is, is now claiming to have information about alleged mishandling and political interference in, on, in the ongoing criminal probe of Hunter Biden. Uh, is seeking That person is seeking whistleblower protection to share information with Congress 
according to this letter obtained by CNN. Our Sarah Murray just gave our viewers that reporting, and I just wonder if the White House has a comment. Well, right now, as you know, we've been very clear to not comment on anything uh, related uh, to any type of investigation. So that is something uh, that we have been very, very diligent about and referring any uh, referring that to Department of Justice. All right. So she refuses. But just keep this in mind now. Uh, Joe Biden himself was answering questions during the campaign. And he said over and over again, he never, ever, ever had any conversations with Hunter about his foreign business dealings. Listen to this. Hey, President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Now, they have testimony contradicting that. Hunter Biden's laptop Im- implicates his father. I have to give half my income to Pops and I'm whining about paying for all of pop's home repairs and uh putting 10 percent away or aside for the big guy now we had also on the program last night and on this show this week and that's james comer the head of the house government reform and oversight committee and he's now been very clear because we now have not one not two uh but we have nine members of the biden family that are now looking into issues involving the the biden's and monies that they were doing in business deals with our geopolitical foes like china and russia ukraine etc uh now they've been fighting for suspicious activity reports for a long time now they've got it now they're following and james comer was very clear last night they're following the money and they're discovering things they never discovered before that there are actually nine biden family members that benefited from hunter's business number one including Joe. We've been wondering all along where the heck the DOJ and the IRS have been. Now it appears the Biden administration may have been working overtime to prevent the Bidens from facing consequences. And I can go on from there. They identified six additional members of the Biden family that may have benefited from the Biden family syndicate business. You know, thousands of pages of financial records related to the Biden family and their companies and their LLCs and their business schemes are finally being made available to this committee. Anyway, your reaction, uh, our good friend John Solomon. Yeah, again, you summarize it perfectly. James Comer has done, along with Jim Jordan, has done an extraordinary job of following the money, following the witnesses, following the facts, not creating a narrative and trying to find the facts to fit it, which is what the Democrats did for their four years in power in Congress. They follow the facts, and they're learning new things. The number of Bidens who benefited from foreign money, nine of them. The size of the money, tens of millions of dollars. The sources of money, China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan. That's now in the bank records. And that's exactly why Republicans made this change of leadership. They gave Republicans an opportunity to go find out what was the truth. Because Joe Biden looked into camera back in 2020 and said, I had nothing to do with it, and he lied to us. We want to know the truth now. And James, uh, Jim Jordan and James Gomer are delivering it daily. There's going to be more bombshell revelations tonight about the effort that Joe Biden made to deceive the American people. That letter from 51 security experts claiming that... By the way, I want you to slow down, because what you are about to reveal, you broke this story last week, and now you have a huge development... Remember, when Hunter Biden's laptop was reported by uh, by the New York Post, remember, 
big tech had been working on all been worked on by the FBI. They had weekly meetings with FBI agents warning that they may be victims of disinformation. It may even be about Hunter or Joe Biden. And so that information was concealed from the American people, really censored from the for the American people. And then we had the letter. Fifty one former Intel people put out a letter that this looks like Russian disinformation. They never saw it. They knew nothing about Hunter's laptop. There was no investigation. And you broke that story that, in fact, go ahead, tell. So uh, yesterday, or last week, with the help of Congressman Jim Jordan, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, we're able to confirm that Mike Morrell, the CIA, former deputy CIA director, former acting CIA director, admitted in testimony that the Biden campaign helped orchestrate that letter. Last night on your TV show, I identified the uh, key person in the Biden campaign who orchestrated the letter and asked Mike Morrell to get it done. Currently, he's the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. Tonight, I'm going to be able to make public for the American people the actual words and testimony of Mike Morrell, exactly what happened, how Tony Blinken came to him, asked him to get involved in the letter, get 51 people to sign it. And then after Joe Biden used the letter in the debate, to blunt the criticism on Hunter Biden because he uses the letter in his debate to try to shoot down uh, Donald Trump's you know attacks on Hunter Biden. And, and meanwhile, wasn't he holding out at the time for Morell, a high-ranking position in his administration? That's and clearly, wasn't he holding out a big position for Lincoln, Tony Blinken? Yes. Well, Blinken got the position. He got to be Secretary of State. Morell was on the short list for CIA director, but he got knocked out at the very end after the election. But here's the key thing. Right after the debate, right after the debate, we learn today, we've, we've confirmed this, Morell got a call from the Biden campaign thanking them for giving Joe Biden that capability and that thing. This was not an intelligence letter. It was not an organic intelligence security concern being raised by 51 people who had the interest of the country in part. It was a political operation to deceive the American public. And one of the people who were involved in it is now our Secretary of State, the other it uh, was until just recently a CBS News consultant. These are really serious, big things that are coming out. The American people weren't just lied to. They were deceived with a very uh, elaborate hoax. This was an elaborate hoax to make it look like the Intelligence Committee was concerned about something that did not exist. Don't we now have to ask this very important question, John Solomon, based on what we now know, what you're telling us, what Comer's telling us, uh, and that is whether or not Joe Biden, the Biden family, is compromised, especially with our top geopolitical foes like China, Russia, et cetera? Yeah, well, that is the question that Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley so eloquently asked in 2020. In the Ameri- this is September 2020 in their report. That's right. Uh, and the, the American people weren't allowed to debate it because big tech Joe Biden and 51 uh, alleged national security experts deprive the American people. They deceive the American people into thinking that question was a, a Russian hoax. And in fact, it was a very true question that not only at the moment that it was being debated and actually censored, the FBI knew it was a problem. That's why the IRS agent was already working on in 2020, the whistleblower we just talked to. The FBI discovered these problems in December of 2018. They worked all through 2019 and 2020. They knew that the Hunter Biden laptop not only was authentic, but that the information on it led to millions of dollars in potential tax crimes. And the American people were kept from having that debate. And the people who did that, Joe Biden, Anthony Blinken, Mike Morrell, the other people who signed the letter, they carried out one of the greatest disinformation um, uh, debacles in American history. The Americans 
and the people with the cover of government deceive the American people. Ah, uh, wow. What a story. Quick break. More with investigative reporter, editor-in-chief at JustTheNews.com, John Solomon. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we continue with investigative reporter John Solomon. Uh, a lot of news uh, related to the Biden family syndicate. He'll be breaking more news tonight on Hannity, 9 Eastern. So let me go through this. So we had the FBI working with big tech in the in the months leading up to the 2020 election. Now, the FBI had Hunter's laptop in December of 2019. Timelines matter here. They also, the FBI knew that Rudy Giuliani... Donald Trump's attorney at the time, that he had a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop. Is that correct? That's correct. Would you imagine that the FBI, their top computer people, would have the ability to authenticate Hunter Biden's laptop probably within 48 or 72 hours max? Yeah, it probably took a little longer than that, but I can tell you I have confirmed. In fact, uh, I confirmed in the spring of 2020 that the FBI had the laptop and that they believed it was authentic and that some of the evidence on there had already been corroborated by witnesses that were cooperating in the tax. All right. So then why was the FBI in the lead up to the 2020 election meeting with Big Tech weekly and Yoel Roth, who was the former in- integrity site manager at Twitter, testified in the Missouri case uh, that, in fact, he was warned specifically that the disinformation that they were telling Big Tech might be coming may even be about Hunter. So they were prepping them for the, you know, predictable release of the information, considering considering they knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy. Yeah, let, let's remember one other thing that Chuck Grassi and Ron Johnson have made public to us. In the summer of 2020, as they were preparing the report, as they were preparing to receive the laptop, they got a fake briefing from the FBI. Sound familiar now? We're getting a lot of fake things going on. The FBI came to them and tried to scare them away from the information on the laptop. So the FBI is doing it with the United States Senate using the color of government. The FBI is using it to influence big tech to censor it. And Joe Biden, Tony Blinken, Mike Morrell, and 51 other experts are using their credentials as former government officials in concert with these other actions to keep the American people from having a debate and giving Joe Biden a true job interview before they hired him as president. That's what we now can confirm with absolute factual certitude. All right, John Solomon, Blockbuster Report as usual. We're going to have this new information tonight. You're going to break it on Hannity, correct? I will. I'll be looking forward to seeing you then. All right, we appreciate it. John Solomon, Editor-in-Chief, 
of justthenews.com, also investigative reporter. All right. Let me play. I don't know if you saw this beatdown. Marjorie Taylor Greene. We, we never got to know the full story about Fang Fang and Eric Swalwell. Uh, he never disclosed the nature of the relationship. Now, normally I would say everyone has a right to privacy. It's none of our business. But here's the problem. He was friends with and with a person that was a Chinese spy. Uh, so the nature of that relationship matters very much. And the Chinese spy, also, we do know, we have confirmed, help him with fundraising. Now, the nature of their personal relationship, uh, do I have any voyeuristic interest at all? Not really. However, if you're on the ha House Intelligence Committee, uh, which he was, then it becomes problematic because you're friends with a spy that might have compromising materials on you. Uh, anyway, Marjorie Taylor Greene, well, she put it very delicately yesterday in a hearing. Listen. Mr. Secretary, do you believe that all of us have a responsibility to elevate our rhetoric and to denounce anti-Semitism and anti-police rhetoric in this country so that Jewish Americans and police officers can be safer? Congressman, I do. Thank you, and I yield back. The gentleman yields, and now I recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Ms. Green. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. But I move to take our words down. The gentleman will state the words that he wishes taken down. Everything that the gentlelady from Georgia has said. No, you need to be more specific. The accusations of an affair with a Chinese spy, those are engaging in personalities. And they, those words should be taken down, and the gentlelady should not be able to speak anymore in this hearing. The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. Nope. <laughs> she said no. Now, the interesting thing, if you pay attention to Swalwell, he didn't deny, he didn't say that it was true or false. Anyway, one other uh, interesting moment we showed you last night on TV. Uh, we had on Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. He's that guy that's running for president for the re Republican nomination. He's an interesting guy. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, you know, we, we know him because we follow politics. And he was kind of bragging that he's gone from zero to three percent. I don't think his odds are very high of getting the nomination, but I think he's bringing important issues to the table for the Republican Party to think about and talk about. So I admire that. I admire his success in his life. Seems like a nice guy. But anyway, sparring with fake news host Don Lemon. And by the way, nobody was watching. So I felt I was doing Don Lemon a service last night by showing real people that uh, a part of his show because nobody watches live in the morning. Anyway, listen. To say that black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was black part people, of the way secured. Hang on, please. Freedom. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. So to say that, that black people, say, say what you said again. Black it's man. insulting that but you're sitting regarding here. regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting what I think here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me. Whatever ethnicity I'm, what it's like to be black Whatever ethnicity I am, I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this on the content of the idea. Do it. You should do it in an honest way. Wow. And by the way, he says he's a journalist. Everybody at fake news CNN says they're journalists. Doesn't sound like a journalist to me. Sounds like a talk show host, just like me. What does a talk show host do? I do a lot of things. You know, people say, Hannity, are you a journalist? I say, no, but I do journalism. Being a, a talk show host, we do straight news and I can produce thousands of hours of straight news that I've delivered on this show and on my television show. Uh, do we do investigative reporting? Sure. 
Uh, so we do that. We do reporting. We do investigative reporting. Uh, we're also up front. I give opinion. I am a conservative. I express my views. And people can, they're smart. They can distinguish when I'm giving my opinion. Uh, we also do culture and sports and woke and you name it, we do it. So in other words, I look at being a talk show host. As a member of the media, I am like the entire newspaper. And we do it all. If you say you are a journalist, then you're not supposed to give opinion. Journalists are supposed to be only objective and give both sides. That didn't sound like journalism to me. Just saying. Uh, all right, let's go to Linda in New York. Linda, how are you? Glad you called. I'm doing great. Pleasure to speak with you, Sean. I have just a quick question. I listen to your show and I hear about policies. I hear about uh, the different parties. I hear people arguing. I hear people saying all kinds of stuff. My question is this. How is our dear president doing? How is Donald Trump doing with all the stress, all the targets on his back, coming from the right, coming from the left? They're attacking him. How is he doing? Look, when I was down interviewing him for the TV show, it was prior, you know, it was post Mar-a-Lago raid and uh, the album Bragg stuff was hanging out there. And it was prior to the, you know, I, I think... I think the I think it had just been indicted at that point, but he had not gone up to New York. Um, look, this guy has been under fire from the minute he came down that escalator at Trump Tower with Melania. Um, yeah. I've no, I've never met a person with the ability to take all this incoming twenty four seven and have the ability to compartmentalize and then do a great job in his case as president. Um, it's it's got to wear on you, but it doesn't seem to wear on him too much. Stress does terrible things physically, emotionally, mentally, and he always looks so strong. But I'm sure, I am sure in the back, it's got to be weighing on him. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Uh, and you know what? It's sad. It's sad that we have a dual justice system. It's sad that if you're a Clinton or a Biden, you get treated one way. And it's sad if you're a conservative Republican, you get treated another way. It's very sad. I agree. As you know, we were talking about in the last half hour with John Solomon. Uh, anyway, Linda, appreciate the call from New York. Uh, Sheila is in the great state of Tennessee. What's up? What's up, Sheila? How are you? Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, two very quick things before I get to my point. You got to love Marjorie Greene and you got to wonder how Don Lemon still has a job. But having said that, yesterday, you were talking uh, about Mayorkas and, and the uh, hearing, and I watched most of that hearing, and it, it, it so much of it was appalling, but my good old girl's southern heart had to go to a place where I kind of felt sorry for him because sometimes I, I think, you know, nobody can be that stupid and he can only say what he's allowed to say he probably knows how bad he's screwing up but he's only doing what the boss will let him do i appreciate uh what you're saying this guy is a liar he's incompetent uh you know for him to push blame uh about the border crisis onto donald trump uh it's a bad joke because we all know it's false he's lying about that uh to say the border's secure he's lying about that too and he's done a horrible job. Right. Now the question is, should the Republicans impeach him or should they focus more on 2024? Um, I don't think it's going to matter because Joe Biden ultimately makes this policy. And Joe's Biden, Joe Biden's policy has been not to enforce the laws of this country 
and uphold his oath being sworn in the Constitution. And he hasn't he's not lived up to it. It's that simple. And on, and they get special preferential treatment on top of it. And they get they didn't have any covid tests. They didn't have any vaccine mandates. You get free phones, you get free transportation. And then when you get to whatever state they send you to, well, then that state has to take care of food, water, uh, housing, health care, education, you name it. And even Eric Adams, the mayor of New York's having a fit because he can't afford and Joe's not helping him afford the care that is needed and necessary for the people he's allowing in illegally. I agree with everything you've said, and I believe he will probably be the sacrificial lamb on the altar of impeachment. So the Democrats can say, well, look, we impeached this guy. You need to leave our other guys alone. I, I don't know. Now, I appreciate the call. It's sad for this country to watch this. The rule of law does not apply. They pick and choose what laws they want to uh, enforce and those they don't want to enforce. Now, they, if they don't like the law, they should have the option and they can have the option of changing the law, but they don't want to do that either. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, let's get to our phones here. Uh, Robin is in Louisiana. Robin, how are you? Glad you called. I'm doing fine, Sean. And first and foremost, I'd like to thank you for your program and for sharing your immense knowledge with all of us and for allowing me and the public to speak on your show. Well, thank you. I'm glad you called and uh, you're always welcome. And you give me this microphone every day and I'm very grateful. So today I'm calling you about COVID and the hospitals and the power that they held over many families and not just in the hospitals, but in nursing homes, et cetera, and not allowing people to come in and see them. And in the state of Louisiana, where I'm from, they had a bill today that was actually just passed today. It passed the House Health Welfare Committee, mm-hmm. no opposition, and it will go to the House floor and then on to the Senate. The bill is called HB 291. I actually am familiar with it, and basically, patients, long-term care residents should never be denied access to loved ones or the clergy. Uh, that's the biggest part of the bill, and if a health care worker can safely enter a resident's room, uh, a loved one should be able to as well. And you're right, they were not allowing loved ones to see their very sick uh, family members uh, when they were dying, and that was wrong, and that shouldn't that should never have happened. Right. Well, my husband was one of those fatalities. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I really, I mean, it's... I, I, there needs to be a, a law made so you can go see your dying spouse or loved one in the hospital. You never got to say goodbye to your husband. You knew he was dying. They probably told you days in advance, and and they wouldn't even let you say goodbye to your husband. That's, that is so wrong on every level. It's morally incomprehensible to me. Right. And, and reprehensible. I to go see him until it was toward the end of his life. He was heavily medicated and on the ventilator and totally unresponsive. He was pretty much already gone at that point. And that is the only time that they would allow me in. I would call the hospital from day one, twice a day, to check on his stats. Every time I called Sean, I begged and pleaded to doctors and nurses. I cried. I wanted to go see him. I was denied. Every time I was denied. And one time I had called three times that day instead of my normal two times. And one of the nurses told me she was going to have to limit me to the number of times that I was calling. Uh, I, I got to tell you, it's unbelievable. 
Now, I understand they were very busy during that time period. I got that. I understand a lot of hospitals had staffing issues. I get that part, too. I understand that. But however, you know what? When you lose, you cannot lose your soul in the name of a pandemic and not allow families to see their loved ones. It was wrong. And I know people that this happened to besides yourself and 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 for the rest of their lives they wanted to say goodbye to their loved ones right and that ought to be mandatory right i told them i would sign any waiver i'd sign anything i'd do anything i'd wear a suit of armor whatever they would ask of me i would do i just wanted to see my beloved husband and they went as far as to even tell me that if i showed up at the hospital that they had security at the elevators, posted at the elevators, and if I tried to go past them, I could possibly be arrested. I'm so sorry. That should never happen. I applaud the Louisiana legislature for bringing up HB 291. I think every other state needs to adopt that legislation as well. And more importantly, I am so sorry you lost your husband. I really am. Yes. It's very sad. And uh, I, I pray that, you know, God gives you comfort. And, and I do believe that there is a heaven and you will be reunited with him one day. I do believe that with all my heart. I believe that, too. But, you know, this is a nightmare that I have to live with for the rest of my life. Oh, it doesn't make up for what they did to you. I get that. Right. All right. God bless you. Thank you, Rob. And we appreciate the call. Hang in there. So hard. So hard. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.